Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And the Curly Critics are turning one! <laughs> Whoa! It's a party. <laughs> What are you laughing at? (laughs) Welcome to an episode of our bonus show, Very Curly Talking, where you can listen to... I'm going to cut all that out. Anyway. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) I was like, we'll just go in do the introduction, and then I'll be like, this is our bonus show, but I don't know how to get out of that from there, how <laughs> to transition to the questions. I I'm going to leave know. all of this in, so. <laughs> Great. So. That's fantastic. We have been podcasting for a whole year, as of August 24th. And so we just wanted to do some fun questions, get to know us. We asked you guys to submit some questions, and we're just going to talk about life and not books and stuff this time. I mean, we'll talk about books and stuff a little bit, because that's, like, (laughs) my entire personality. But... (laughs) Jay, do you have a question to ask? Okay. Oh, sure, buddy. This is just Um, not planned at all. I just started talking and Jade's still trying to catch up. (laughs) Thanks. Love that for me. I just came up with an entire plot for a book just now, so whatever. Catch our latest Harry Potter installment where I completely make up and get exactly right the plot of the Half-Blood Prince. Yes. Anyways, um, tell the story behind our podcast. Wow, what a question. (laughs) Good question, good question. That's the first one! No, I like it. I just think about how I feel like we should be following Family Feud rules more often in life. Like, can you imagine if we played Uno with Family Feud? Not like Family Feud rules. I mean, like, in Family Feud, whenever they say something and everybody's like, good job, good good answer, good answer. Imagine if we played Uno like that and anytime somebody puts a card down, it's like, good card, good card. So, the podcast... (laughs) This is our quarantine child. <laughs> Somehow we kept it going in for a, a year. In a yeah, but this quarantine. was like severe lockdown style. Yeah, this is like 2020. We all went home early from school, sitting there like, "What am I going to do with my time now?" It was like, you know what? We had been joking about starting a podcast for a long time. And then one day it was like, okay, but what if we really did it? We went through various ideas. I don't even remember what the other ones were. But eventually we were like, what if we read, like, books, like, childhood books now that we're adults? And then it just evolved. And the idea was that we would start with Percy Jackson and reread Percy Jackson, which was a huge part of our childhoods. 
But then we were like, we want to wait until we're better at better at podcasting to do Percy Jackson. And now it's been a year and we haven't done it yet. I told you last week that if you wanted to ditch everything and do Percy Jackson next, I was all over it. So don't give me that I'm impatient stuff. I am. I just, I like the series we're about to do. I'm just frustrated. So we were like, we'll just do some stuff that we like think we're like just do to like get good at and to learn how we're doing it. And then I recommended we do Harry Potter because I've been trying to get Jade to read Harry Potter for a while. And I was like, I don't care if we're good at podcasting for those episodes. I just want Jade to read Harry Potter. And here we are a year later. (laughs) Yeah, we started it at the very beginning and then it took me like a year to read book four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. But we're almost done. Yeah. Do you have anything to add about our life story? <sighs> our whole life story? That feels excessive. <laughs> no, no. Just podcast life story. Unless you want to tell our whole life story, then go for it. My gosh. Well, in the beginning. Just kidding. (laughs) That is the start of a completely different life story. In (laughs) 1999. 1999 was a good year. Honestly, that's when SpongeBob started. And two of the best people on Earth were born in 1999. Us. We were both born in 1999. Don't look at me like that. I guess. Like, other things happened. (laughs) Anyway. Well. (laughs) I'm sure somebody won the Super Bowl that year. Dunno who. But I'm sure someone did. (laughs) Who cares about the Super Bowl? (laughs) What? It happens every year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, Danny on Twitter asked us what our curly hair routines are. And I just think it's fun. Because I know yours. And and it's not that intense. Yeah. I feel like people see curly hair and are like, they must do so much. Oh, people ask me all the time. They're like, OMG, how much work does that take? I'm like, I don't know, about 30 seconds in the morning. <laughs> like, none. It's like, I literally wash my hair once a week. <laughs> yeah. I do a little bit more than that, like, every other day, but it's fine. It's become more needy since I got bangs. But yeah, that's I the just, thing. Mine is more intensive than Jade's is. Yeah. But I wash my hair with shampoo once a week. And if it's really bad, I use conditioner like every three or four days and just wash my hair with conditioner. And I was using a mm. whole lot of products, but I've started just putting conditioner in my hair and not washing it out. And that's what I've been doing. 
And it's been working out yeah. really great. And I air dry my hair. That's it. That's the whole process. Yeah, pretty much. I shampoo, conditioner every other day. Um, and then I wake up and it's all dry. And so I just put regular shower conditioner in my hair as it's dry which sounds terrible anyone with straight hair is like you monster but it's what keeps it all locked in so it takes literally less than a minute in the morning it's really nice about zero effort yeah i just put conditioner in my hair when i shower and then i don't wash it out and then i sleep with it up in a high bun and then i wake up and just like shake it out and then i run off to where i'm going yeah. I really hate mornings. <laughs> the real secret is I was just born with this and I have no idea if I'm taking care of it properly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have a question? Anyways... Oh, man. Share what you've learned thus far. How deep? Um, I can be as deep or as shallow as you freaking want it to be. What have you learned about microphones? You know what? (laughs) Bro, I don't know. I've learned nothing about (laughs) microphones. I've learned that podcasting is just 85% pretending like you know what you're doing. And if you act confident enough, no one will question you. That's life. That's not podcasting. That's just life. Podcasting is part of life. Trains are cool. Podcasting is life. (laughs) Um, I've learned that I like doing this. That I think it's fun. I like editing audio. I don't think I'm very good at it, but I like doing it. That's what What have you learned? Um, that I'm good at making things up. Just all the time. Like entire book plots. I'm really I'm proud of that. Can plot. you tell? <laughs> I'm going to come in with book plots. I'm really bad about following through. There are like 12 ideas in my head right no, now. No, just book plots that uh that are just <laughs> it's fine. I don't even chaos. Know. Yeah, just chaos. I love chaos. That's actually not true. I hate chaos. In this format, like chaos. Anywhere else in my life? Absolutely not. I was about to say, like, no. (laughs) I guess... I guess the one thing I've learned is, like... I think the biggest thing 
is to keep reading. Just find things you like. Like, if you like rom-coms, there are plenty of good rom-com books in the world. You just need to find some of the good ones and just read good books. Like, enjoy it. Just take a moment and just soak it all in. I think that's the biggest thing. Go back to the things you like. If you liked reading Harry Potter as a kid, go back and read it again. Don't start at number one. Start at number six if that's the one you liked. Like, don't set these unattainable standards. Do what you want. That was great advice. I feel inspired. Yeah, I'm so inspiring right now. Like, wow. My question is, if you could invite any famous person, dead or alive, to have dinner with you, who would you invite? Oh my gosh. This sounds like a Every trick time question I open that my people mouth, ask. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, Jade is just like, what is she about to say right now? Yeah, because I have no idea. Would you rather it be what fictional character? I mean, it it doesn't matter. It feels like that question where it's like, if you could only bring one thing onto an island, what would it be? Like, I don't know. A VHS player. It's a icebreaker question. Great. I, well, really, I'm going to say... Why are you going to bring a VHS player of all things? <laughs> Don't care. Doesn't matter. That's my answer. Great. Why did I call it a VHS player? That's so dumb. VCR. <laughs> Whatever. Be kind. Rewind, you guys. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Why am I just so angry all the time? <laughs> Gosh. Um. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) If you could invite one person, dead or alive, to go to dinner with you, who would you invite? Uh. Okay. This is gonna get, like, sentimental and sad. Boo-hoo. But... Probably my grandma. Like, I haven't seen her since I was 10. And that's when she passed away. I'd love to get to talk with her as an adult. Because I am definitely a completely different person now. So, probably her. That's not my answer at all. (laughs) Um... Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Nice. (laughs) Or, like, Jane Austen. Man, would she be a weird dinner party guest to have. (laughs) I feel like those are two people that I greatly admire, but would probably strongly dislike me if I met them in real life. Yeah, they'd be like, this chick is so weird. Not, you know, what I mean. Like, whatever modern women no yeah why is she wearing pants i mean dietrich bonhoeffer's alive in the 40s i meant more the other one but whatever 
I feel like Jane Austen's pretty judgy person. Yeah. Why do you think she could write judgmental characters so well? True. Emma, that's a judgmental person. (laughs) Yeah, I think any author would be interesting to sit down and talk with. That's why having authors on podcasts is such a cool thing, because you get to have that experience. Like, what's it like inside your crazy mind? (laughs) Uh, One day I'm going to ask him to learn to be on our podcast. (laughs) Every day. If you keep asking, they'll probably keep saying no. <laughs> I mean, I haven't asked yet. I wrote out a thing and then was like, I don't know where to send this and then never sent it. Dang. We gotta do that. Her new book's yeah. gonna come out, like. Maybe I'll do it after we finish this. Yeah. Um. No. It's fine. So, what was some of the best content you think we did? I'm like, there are two things. Because it's like, I know which episodes did the best listener-wise. Don't care. But I'm like, but I'm like, which were my favorite to actually record? Um... I loved the Tweet Cute episode. Yeah. I love that book so much. That was such a shot Best in the dark, man. 2021. Like, we had no idea. That We were like, somebody recommended this book, we'll just read it. And it's my favorite book of yeah. this year. I like that whole, that was just an experience of like, I was reading a book that I really enjoyed. And then I got to talk about a book that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, I kind of liked this book, and now we're talking about it. So that was great. Yeah. I think one of the best things (laughs) that has come out of this podcast, you guessed it, getting to watch Dash and Lily. That is my tweet cute, man. Like, that series. I've rewatched it several times. Like, it is so good. I love it. I was just thinking, this podcast has gotten me to watch Die Hard and watch all of the Narnia movies. I know. Revolutionary, man. I mean, I'm reading all of the Harry Potters. I know. We've just really expanded our minds. Yeah. With this. And by that, I mean we're watching things that we probably should have done as children. (laughs) Not die hard, ladies and gents. Not die hard. (laughs) But, like, you had never read Harry Potter before, and I had never seen Narnia before, and both of those things are geared towards children. (laughs) Yeah. I stand by Narnia is definitely better as a kid. And so is Harry Potter, really. It's never, never too late to be cultured. Fair enough. But yeah, I think of all the things, probably Dash and Lily was my favorite. I've liked some other things. All of our Christmas episodes were really fun to do. I liked all of those. 
Yeah. I can't wait until this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, which fictional character would you want to be your best friend? Or, like, which fictional character do you think you would be best friends with? And the follow-up question, which fictional character do you think would be your nemesis? These are, like... I don't like these questions because I feel like my answer is very... Like, it varies from day to day, obviously. But I feel like it defines me as a person. Like, oh, if you say this really sunshiny and great character is your nemesis, you're a horrible person. Like, obviously, I wouldn't say that. But you know what I mean. Like. Okay, then don't answer the nemesis And there's just lots of characters in the whole wide world. (laughs) I have another question if you don't want to answer this one. No, I just, like, the realm of possibilities is literally endless. Yeah. That's why it's, I don't know. I want to hear your answer, honestly. Uh... See, (laughs) it's hard, isn't it? (laughs) I should have asked the other question. (laughs) I have an answer for the nemesis question. Interesting. Okay. Like, I feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi would be my nemesis. Okay. And I have an explanation. That's fine. I love Obi-Wan with all of my heart, but he's very black and white, and I'm not. Yeah. Like, morally. Oh, not morally. I'm pretty... He's just very, like, these are the rules. We have to stick by the rules. And I'm like, here are the rules. Let's, like, mostly stick by them, but if we stray a little bit, it's okay. And so I feel like if we were in an actual situation where we had to work together or, like, do things together, it would just not end well. That's not nemesis. That's slight disagreement, but you're on the same side. I mean, like, it wouldn't be that hard for us to be on opposing sides. I guess. Like, like, I feel like Obi-Wan would be my rival. Less than a nemesis. Okay. Like, the... Jedi Apprentice Obi-Wan and I, enemies. Yeah, no, hands down. You're right, you're right. I just, I was more thinking, like, if you were the hero of the story, who would be, like, your Darth Vader? Oh, I wasn't thinking that when I asked it. (sighs) Like, I don't know. Now I have to think of who my Darth Vader would be. Great. That's great. (laughs) I still don't know who my fictional best friend would be. I don't know. Just pick some crazy kid and it's probably them. Like, just pick anyone (laughs) that's straight out of the loony bin and that's probably it. I attract crazy people. I'm just, like, thinking of people and I'm like, 
No, they wouldn't be my best friend. Like, Annabeth probably wouldn't be my best friend. She would annoy me. Yeah. You would probably annoy her, too. Yeah. Nico. (laughs) We would just be loners together. Yeah. I don't know. This is a hard question. I should have asked an easier one. (laughs) I feel like... This is going to be more of, like, a general answer than a very specific one. And maybe you guys will have better answers. Like, oh, this character fits this personality. I think anyone who is loyal and protective of their people, I think that is who I would be, like, best friends with. Is, like, the people... Does not matter what happens, their rider dies. And then, nemesis wise, just anyone that's freaking annoying. Just anyone. <laughs> just pick a name. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, Great. so pick any of your favorite fandoms, choose a character that's like that. Let me know. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to ask. Um Well. I guess have we already promoted our um like our new series we're about to Upcomings. do? Oh, we've definitely talked about it before, but I don't know if we've ever talked about it on air. Yeah, because that's really my last question is like reveal plans for the future, which is kind of nice. Like, what do we plan on doing the next year? Yeah, we just did. Let's reminisce. What did Everything. we do? Everything. We started with Turtles All the Way Down. Shout out to John Green. <laughs> yeah, our first first one. Then we did Gilmore Girls, and we watched Narnia. We did Die Hard, Dash and Lily, Tweet Cute, You've Got a Match. We have like 47 episodes. I don't know why I can't think of all of them. <laughs> Harry Potter. Did you say New Girl? New Girl. That took a huge jump. Yeah. And now we're going back to our roots of what we started with, (laughs) what the original plan was. (laughs) And starting in October, we're doing back to school. Because, you know, school starts in October. We're just going to read books that we read in school and watch movies that we watched at school and see how they stack up now that we're out of school. Because I feel like a lot of times classics get a negative focus because we had to read them for an assignment when they're actually like good books. And it's just also going to be interesting to see some of the movies that our English teacher made us watch outside of school and be like, yeah, these were just as insane as they were when he made us watch I feel like every single movie he made us watch was a fever dream. 
I feel like that whole class is a fever dream. Honestly, <laughs> go check out our um, the Telltale Heart episode just to see how insane this class was. Because uh, it was a time. <laughs> yeah, let me pull up the schedule so I can like list some of the things that we're doing. We're doing things such as Jane Eyre, Jekyll and Hyde, Frankenstein, Great Gatsby, Gattaca, Beasts of the Southern Wild. And then we'll take a fun little break for Christmas. And then we're obviously going to read Emma Lord's new book. And then we'll see what happens from there. Possibilities are Yeah, endless. we have a lot more school books. Um, like, a lot more. So we may end up doing those. Or if you guys have any suggestions for books you read in school, that would be greatly appreciated if you want to hear us talk about any of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. For what's coming next. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to leave this year a lot more, or feeling like I'm a lot more cultured than when I started, (laughs) even though I've read all of these books before. Yeah, definitely. That was my last question. I'm trying to think if I should ask another question or if we should just call it. This question says, what were you like in high school? I don't want to relive that. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Okay, my last question will be, if you could do anything in the world, like any career, any possibility, and like money wasn't an issue, what would you do? If somebody was like, here's $6,000 million. What? Say that again, math major. Say it again. Engineering Doesn't major. Doesn't matter. I was going to say... Math s- is in there. I was going to say six million, and then I just kept going. <laughs> That's upsetting. Somebody just handed you a lot of money. What would you do? Man. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one, because I've never really thought that way. So I don't know. I'd probably go to a different school. I'd learn something different. Maybe get a master's, because I could. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I would travel a lot. That's not a career. Not even just like... (laughs) Well, it doesn't have to be a career. I didn't say it had to be a career. Oh, then I misheard it. Just what would... Just what would you do if you had a lot of money? Oh, yeah. Travel's great. I mean, like, I guess, like, kind of a career. But, like, I would... Like, I would still keep going to school to get a master's degree. Because that's what I'm already doing. 
But I would probably end up being a professor of some kind because I wouldn't need to worry about money. But I would also just travel a lot more. And not even just the international travel, but like, oh, I want to fly to the city to visit my friend today. I'll do that. Yeah. And like develop, I mean, like I would live in a nice house and like write books or something. Yeah, I think writing would be a good one. I definitely do a lot of mission work, so even just go out and doing things. Like, either way, it's... Yeah. I don't know. Nice. This has been very curly talking our bonus episode if you want to hear more episodes like this go to our patreon and sign up for our five dollar tier you can get one of these every single week that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) and happy birthday to the curly critics yay we're one year old now (laughs) we did it we were born in 2020 what a rough time This is the most consistent I've ever been with a creative project I've wanted to do in my life. Literally same. So my commitment level is through the floor with everything I do. Usually I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do this, and then I start it and there's no follow-through. This time we were like, hey, I'm gonna do this, and it's been a year and we actually did it. Yeah, we're still doing the dang thing. And we have plans for the future. A whole half a year's worth. A whole half a year. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It's been a whole year. We still don't know how to end these things. No. (sighs) Have a nice day. Tell everybody you know to listen to the Curly Critics. Say, hey, have you heard of their podcast? It's their birthday. Here, Whoa, both of them have the same birthday? No, dummy. It's the podcast birthday. Oh, man, that's so cool. What a great time. Oh, yeah, go listen to it. Okay. Look, I just had the whole conversation for you. Write down that script and then go do it. Excellent. Bye. Bye. Holy crap, that was a mess.